Okay, a few weeks ago, a care package arrived for our family from Chelsea at Poppy Things. If you don't know about Poppy Things, it's a small shop in the heart of Sutton's Bay, like right in the prime spot of Sutton's Bay, Michigan. It's on the famous M22. If you know, you know. But what is incredible about this package that came from Chelsea is that in it was the perfect thing for each of us. It was handmade, curated goods local to the Leelanau area. So if you're a Leelanau Peninsula fan or a Northern Michigan fan, you're going to find something in there. These are artists who are selling there, but also artists throughout the United States. Handmade women's items and collectives and brands from around the world. I know of no one who curates their shop with more intentionality than Chelsea at Poppy Things in Sutton's Bay. It is worth the stop. If you are in Northern Michigan, it's on your bucket list of places to roll into. Spend the afternoon browsing. She has a gorgeous, gorgeous space. You won't regret it. Check her out at poppythings.com. Welcome to Clinks the Podcast. Stories from behind the scenes of owning a business, raising a family, and navigating the challenges that arise from both. Join my husband and I as we document being co-workers, lovers, friends, and elder millennials just trying to figure it all out. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Clinks. Clinks. We, we have a very special guest. Our first ever special guest. I'm freaking out that you're here. Hi. I'm so excited. This is my first podcast ever. Have you ever been on a podcast? No. Not at all? Nope. Not one bit? Not one. I know. Yeah, nothing. I've never been on one. But you're like a celebrity locally. You know, I stick to my own when I need to. I'm in front of so many people that sometimes the last thing I want to do is advertise the rest of my life, but this will be fun. I got it. I got it. Okay. That makes sense. Um, Hang on. I'm just checking. You guys, we don't have Matt, so I'm checking that I'm doing all this right. Okay. Anything working now? I got you. You're back. Hi. Okay, oh my gosh. I'm we're here. back. Hi. Tech difficulties. Evan will just do whatever he wants with this episode. We were stage people. We're not tech people. We are not tech people. We are center stage. Ask me to say check one, two, three. I can do that. But ask me to turn up a microphone. No, thanks. We're not tech girlies. Mm -mm. Tell people a little bit about, before we get into your role with Sweetwater, like a little bit about who you are, what you do. You grew up up here. How'd you land where you currently are. So my name is Tracy and I'm from Petoskey, uh, just down the road from where we are located right now in Sweetwater. And my whole family's from here. My parents are from here. My grandparents are from here. My great grandparents were from here. So I'm a through and through Northern Michigan person. And yeah, I love it here. I moved away right out of high school. I lived in California for a while. I traveled. I was teaching. I was performing with the Young Americans and then studied with Ballet Chicago for a while. And then Kind of like always on my interim stops, I would always make it back here and I'd live here for a while and bop around and find a random job and work at the school and wait tables and bartend. And finally, in like 2010, I was like, nope, I'm going to settle down some and find some roots. And I made it back home. I'm shocked that you wanted to come back here because I don't know. Can I say that you're a gay man and northern Michigan is not a really hotbed of gay culture? When I moved back, I was still quote unquote straight. I hadn't come ah, out different era. Different, different era. era. Yeah. And now here you are. You've planted deep roots in the community that you were raised in. You do so much. Can you just give people a snippet of everything you do outside of Sweetwater? You have like 10 jobs. Outside of you Sweetwater. Yeah. So imperative to the youth in our community. You're so involved in the school. So tell people a little bit about like all the extra, I call them Tracy's extracurriculars because you are literally the busiest man in our region. I love being busy up here. If you're not busy, you're going to be bored. And I 
work a lot with Petoskey Public Schools and I direct both of our musicals for the season. So I'm pretty much at the school September, October, November, Monday through Friday from three until six. And then for the second musical, I'll be there January, February, and March, same time frame. And I just love working with kids, especially high school kids. I dabbled a little bit teaching elementary kids and middle school kids, but I found my niche teaching high school kids. And I got my start in the school system. One, my mom was a teacher at Petoskey. My grandpa was a teacher at Petoskey. So I kind of had a little bit of an in. And then I just kind of made my own and I kind of like set my own path. My dad is a all-star athlete from Petoskey. He still holds records. So I was like, when I get to high school, I need to veer off and find what's going to set me apart and what's what I'm going to do and what I'm going to love. And if I'm going to commit to something, it's like it's a hundred percent like there's no backing down from anything that i'm going to do so i was helping the marching band i was a director of the color guard for um, a couple seasons helped out with the band program for over 15 years like i said i direct the uh fall production and our spring musical i've been doing that for almost 12 years now and then i work with crooked tree i dance still with the nutcracker ballet He's burying the lead. He's burying the lead that he is an incredible. Is there appropriate term ballerina still if you identify as a man? I mean, the technical term for a male dancer that has like that prima ballerina status is called a danseur. And danseur. Yes, that's not me. But my friends call me a ballerino, which is not a real word, but it's like a ballerina and a ballerino. So you can call me a ballerino if you want. Yeah. And you're getting ready. How many years have you been in Nutcracker? What season is this for you? This is season. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So there was one year that I took off because I had neck oh, surgery. Oh, remember. Oh, my God. The Could neck barely, surgery Yeah. Era. Right here. You can see it right there. No oh, scar. That was the um, good era. So there was one year that I took off for that. And then we took one year off and we did a virtual Nutcracker because of COVID. And so I think this is number 11 for me, I think. Yeah. And then the craziest part is you also own a baking company. Yeah. So that's all the fun stuff. That's like stuff that like. Notice how Sweetwater was not mentioned in that list. <laughs> You're like, and then I have this job that pays my bills and I book weddings at Sweetwater. Right. So on top of Sweetwater, I love weddings. I've always loved being wedding guests. And then I kind of got my start with like the wedding career up here, planning weddings. And I worked for a bunch of different uh, venues. I worked for Stafford's for a while. I worked for Bay Harbor for a while, went on my own for a little bit. And then through all of that, I found my love for baking. I've always loved food. I've always loved eating and especially desserts. And I found that wedding desserts, nine times out of 10, they suck. They suck. He's, you're telling it truthfully. They do. And you really did find a niche with a certain item and a certain type. And when I met you, you were planning weddings at the Perry. Yeah. You're with Angie and all them. I was with Angie. You yeah. pushed me to, you were having your gather series still. Yes. Oh my God. I forgot about gather series. You were there. You had a gather series at the Mushroom House in Charlevoix, which oh is where God. I live now. It's like full circle moment. It's such a full circle moment because what year was that? Um, 16? It was either 15 or 16. No, 16. 16 or 17. It was somewhere around then because I was working at the Perry and I you introduced me to Brian and Emily for the first time. And I've mm -hmm. been trying to make macarons. That's what I, that's my specialty, our French macarons. I actually use the Italian baking method. And that's what Emily got me turned on to. Cause I was like, I can't figure this out. Oh, Emily she wasn't at dinner. She was, was like, there. 
he said, do it the Italian way. Yes. I remember you guys having a glass of wine or two or three and being like an aha moment was occurring at this table. I looked over at my husband, Taylor. I said, oh my God, I think this was meant to be like, I, I'm going to leave my job and I'm going to start making wedding desserts with no experience, no idea how to set up a company, how to run a business, how to file all this. And when you love something, you just, you find the time to do it. And when you love something so much, it doesn't feel like work. Every time I'm in the kitchen and I can make a macaron, it doesn't feel like work because I know I'm going to make somebody happy. My joy is when people say they don't like macarons. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just just give this one a try. Give it a try. And That's then, me. And then they're lifers. You know me. I don't like, like, a, you like a chocolate chip cookie. Sweet. I love a chocolate chip cookie. I'm a basic bitch. Bleep that out, Evan. I am a basic girl. I love a chocolate chip cookie. And you are the one who you were like, just try it. And now I bring them to work every Friday. I know. If you bring them into old treat water, we got problems. Okay. So then the crazy thing happens. So this is how involved you are in the community. Everyone knows you. Every single person knows you. Then last year we decide, Matt and I decide, like, I think I'm ready to step back from weddings. And we had this role to fill that we knew was perfect. We knew this perfect person. And you can ask anyone. You can ask Bree. You can ask anyone. I was like, this person is vivacious and they're bright and they have this incredible personality and they know a bunch of people in town and they're well connected and they have a commitment to like the top level of hospitality, incredible customer service. And I was in multiple people in this town were like, it's Tracy. And I was like, there is no way Tracy is going to come work full time for Sweetwater. Like he has so much going on. He's so busy. And then I got a text from Bree that you and her were drinking some wine. A lot of moments on this podcast happening over a glass of bubbly. And she was like, I think Tracy's interested. I think he wants to hear more about it. True. True story. It was middle of summer. It was like you were planning this during peak wedding season. I'm like, one, love you. But like, who's got the time to think about years down the road? You do. You do. You make time for it. Well, and also I just knew that like the person who I, because I had done weddings. I mean, it had been me. Your role was me for eight seasons, seven seasons. And so to step back so fully, I knew it had to be the right person. And there was like three people in the world who fell under right person, but only one of them lived here locally and understood Northern Michigan. And it was you. You were my top pick for it. So when we met at Starbucks and you're like, I'm actually really interested in this. I'm going to talk to Taylor about it. I went home and told Matt and I was like, I think it's we got him hook, line, and sinker. I mean, and I was like, you need to draw up a contract. Like, we need to figure this out. He was like, well, let's have a meeting. But why did you want to take over such a, I don't know how to sugarcoat it. It's not an sugar. easy sugar, sugar, treat water forever. It's not an easy position being no. the director of weddings. I take so much pride in making people happy. And when one little flower or one little email doesn't come in at the right time or doesn't look exactly the way that a bride or groom was hoping for, it's like shot to the heart, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I just knew that I was up for another challenge, you know? We talked about it earlier. I like being so busy and juggling a lot of different things is a strength of mine. And I love to find ways to continue to make myself happy business-wise, personally, but then to make other people happy. That's why I'm here is to make other people happy. Okay. So you've got, you're incredible at your job. You have a full year now, about a year and like three months under your belt. What's it been like? What's, I'm going to put my sunglasses on, not because I'm a brat, but you know, me is so bright in here for us. For us this also happens these. daily at work. We sit across I from can't. each other. When the sunglasses come on, we know we're not going to get any work done. <laughs> Matt's here, so we have to get work done. This is about when we're ready to go see Katie for a coffee. 
or when we go for like a walk and we just like go walk and get treats or coffee. But we're like, we're going to go walk and talk about business. Then we get out and we're like, so. And then we get distracted. What was your question? Oh, yeah. My question (laughs) is, what in the past like 15, 16, 17 months that you've been in this role, like what, number one, what is your first impression? Like, obviously you're thriving. I know you love it. We love having you on the team. We talk about this all the time and you can talk to this, the team synergy we have. It's this so group good. of people. It's unmatched. It's so fun. And we play to each other's strengths and weaknesses really well. If I'm not going to work for myself, which is what I was doing for six years, then this is where I'm going to work because there's so much creativity. There's so much open communication. There's so much trust. There's so much respect. I mean, it's like, does anyone else want a job? I I don't know if we're hiring. We might be we hiring. We are. Matt's probably in the back. Like, she's like, like, absolutely not. If I, like I said, if I'm not going to work for myself, it's going to be for a company like this where I can still have my creative liberties and I can have my, like, I don't, I didn't know a ton. Of, I didn't, I knew nothing about flowers. Nothing. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, Tracy, but he has no floral experience. And I always say we can, it's not, we can train anyone on flowers. There is certain things that you can't train people on. Number one, work ethic. The number one, like sweet water thing. Number two, customer service is really hard to train someone to be engaging and fun and, and have a genuine care about what's going on in people's lives. We knew we wanted someone who had event experience and you had decades of that, but it has been fun and funny watching you learn so much about flowers because my favorite thing about flowers is people very quickly have a lot of opinions and you are like right there. You're like, see, they should have gone with a different color centerpiece. They should have gone with a bigger style. And and I'm like, isn't it funny that six months ago you didn't even, you know, like a compo versus a garland versus a, it was all like a different language, but it's a yeah. quick study when you're in oh, it totally as deep is. as you are. Mm-hmm. And then when you're, when you immerse yourself so much into it, it's like you're, you just become a sponge and you want to learn yeah. and you were learning from the best. You know, the team, it's like, I've learned I don't have to ask them to teach me anything. I just watch them and I'm learning. They teach without knowing they're teaching. You're a really quick study. And also you're really, really, one of your strengths is a desire for knowledge. And so when Ellis is working on stuff, you're the first to pop up and be like, okay, explain to me why this one costs more than this one. Or can you show me the technique you're using on this one that makes a difference? And that's one thing among millions that I love about you. So you have so many good strengths. And thanks for all your kind words about Sweetwater. Oh my God, the shop is getting busy while we're doing I also this. think it's very funny that you and I have such a different approach in how we communicate with people, but we get to the same end result. And I think I felt like I had such big shoes to fill. I had, you, yours were the only shoes, you know? And it's like you were handing off your first child. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, mm-hmm. here, I, I trust you. And there was mm-hmm. never a moment where I felt like you were throwing me to the wolves because I knew that you would always be there for me. But at the same time, it was like, um, I remember the questions early on that I had for you. Yeah. Oh my God. If I, if we could like look back and like scroll through our messages. Or even the Starbucks era. Because we didn't have the shop. We met at Starbucks every week. The the shop wasn't really on the radar when you hired me. No. There was going to be no shop. And we were going to work from our house. Now I can't even imagine. I love you all so much, but absolutely not. (laughs) You were designing the floral studio at the house. I know. With like. A, like an area for this for and you. an area yeah. for like shooting things and like it was crazy it, I feel like one thing that I was really we were really transparent about and that you took and ran with was I felt like the whole time I was like you can make this your own 
Like they don't, because we do, we communicate very differently with clients, not in a like one of us is really harsh and one of us is really friendly. Like you are like an email comes in. If you haven't answered it in two minutes, like you can't sleep that night, which is why you're so good. What's your inbox right now? Oh, let's take a gander right now. I'm looking at it right now. It is at 57, which is low for me. The other day it was 180. What's yours? Oh, yeah. I had two that came in. So I'm at two on red since we started this pod. Two? Two. And everything else is like, I've got like four things that are favorited. So it's like, hey, I've touched base with them, but they haven't gotten back to me yet. So again, different ways. Yeah. <laughs> but you really are such a master of it, of crafting people like this special experience. And I have to be honest, I really don't miss the day-to-day of weddings, but I have loved the ones that we've both been on together because sometimes we still have an event or a client that comes in that wants both of us. Mm-hmm. It's just bigger, it's bigger in scale, or there's something we've never done before or a venue we've never been at, or it's a client who I know personally who I still want to be there for them, right. but this is your role. And I love when you and I get to, oh man, we're unstoppable when we're on it together. Selling ice to Eskimos. I mean, we can do it. We can sell. We can sell flowers yeah. to a florist. I mean... If you want to stay in your budget, don't ask to meet with Tracy and I together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just have so many ideas. We're I'll so talk to the moms. Things. Let me talk to the moms all day. Yeah. They're yeah, my the favorite. Moms. The tougher, the better. I love them. And the funniest part is how many times our clients leave here because we're at the table you meet with everyone at and we're like, oh, wait, we love them. We love our client. We like want to be friends with most of them. Yes. I can't tell you how many times I've invited people to come to my house after wedding season and be like, oh my God, if you're gonna be on like Charlotte Boy, swing the boat over and like say hi, yeah. wave and come to shore and like just I, come I, ashore. You, come to shore. <laughs> come ashore. We just want to hang out with them as like people because they're so fun to work with. Yeah. So it's not a bad gig here at Sweetwater. I think that's what we really have in common with our clients and with weddings is that we're not just one and done. You might get married once, but we want to know you forever. And we want you to feel comfortable coming to the shop. And we want you to feel comfortable sending us an email and be like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. I'm going to have a baby. And like, we yeah. want to know what's going on in your life after your, after your wedding's over you're still part of Sweetwater. And that is something that is like in our company model. Like we don't create one-time customers. We create lifelong customers. And so we've created so many different things for them to experience. And it's so fun. Like how many Sweetwater couples were at Wreath Fest this past weekend and how many we see come in the summer and bring their kids and come see you and introduce mm-hmm. their sisters and their brother. It's just wild. It's wild. If you're looking for the perfect holiday gift and we know that that season is here, it's now. I want you to check out poppythings.com to shop Poppy Things. It is a Sutton's Bay, Michigan company. It's a shop run by Chelsea, but also they have e-commerce. And so you can ship things to your door. You will be supporting not only a female-owned small business in Northern Michigan, but you will be supporting a variety of artists local to the Leelanau region. One thing Chelsea is passionate about and that I'm really proud of her for is that she features so many local people in her shop. But then when it's not someone who's local, she takes a lot of care in figuring out what line she's going to carry, what brand she's going to carry that she can stand behind. Handmade women's collectives making these items from around the world. Chelsea's big thing is she is like the person for all people. She believes in human rights. She believes in taking care of the earth. Her shop is amazing. I want you to visit it and I want you to support it. Check it out in Sutton's Bay or online at poppythings.com. Okay, so we do have something we are going to talk about today, which is 2024 floral wedding trends. Yeah. Evan, pipe in some dramatic let's go music. One thing we do want to say is don't stop listening if you've already gotten married because you may pick something up here, but also send you can do us a favor and send this episode to someone you know planning a wedding. Everyone so knows somebody getting married. 
Everyone and also, does. everyone knows someone who's planning their parents' 50th anniversary party and the, a corporate event. Because I think the trends we've pulled apply across the board. Okay, let's start with what are you seeing that you're loving for 2024? Color. The word of the day of the year is color. Which is a huge change from when you and I came up in this industry. Oh, my word. Huge. How many weddings that I planned were blush, white, navy. Nothing wrong with them. There is nothing wrong. If that's you, I'm a navy and white guy through and through. Like I know. you're. I think about you and Taylor's wedding and Matt and I's wedding because they were exactly one year apart to the day. Yeah. And my wedding flowers were all white and green. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think now... Th- I think for so long, people felt like they had to follow rules Mm -hmm. and they had to take advice from everybody in their family and they had to listen to everybody to make them happy. It's your wedding. Do what makes you happy. And if it does, if somebody doesn't like it, that's their problem. It's not their wedding. You know, don't Mm -hmm. try to please all of your guests. They're there for you. So customize your wedding color. I'm seeing so much color right now. And you and I are obsessed with, and I think this was on your list, like saturation, like a monochromatic. Like if you love purple, let's go all in. And purple doesn't have, doesn't have to look like a clown. It doesn't have to look like the circus. It doesn't have to look like a baby, a baby's room. This can be so classy and this can be so elevated. But if you're going to do one color, we got to find some variety in shapes of flowers, in Mm -hmm. textures of flowers, in colors of, you know, say you want to have all yellow at springtime, have some all different shades of yellow. It's so Mm -hmm. stunning. We see, I'm seeing a lot of that right now. And I, we had a couple of monochromatic weddings this summer that we all, the funniest thing is when we design your wedding, we're all in here and we, we see it from conception, from initial inquiry with Tracy to your meeting here. And then it finally comes up in the Rolodex and Ellis and Christy sort of put their heads together and they start on it and then they pull me in and I'm just like, show me where to stand and tell me what to design. Yeah. But then are we not every time like we are obsessed with this wedding? Obsessed. I love the yellow, but also we did a really beautiful all-white wedding white. this year. All-white, like, no, no green. No foliage, not one leaf, TC not wedding, one. it was stunning. Oh. It was so modern. And I, modern's a tricky word for me with weddings. Okay, why? modern, are we saying this is like mid-century? I think it's very current. I think it's, I think it's like just past that point of current, which in my mind is modern. Modern to me, I think to a lot of like aesthetic is like mid-century. And it's like, I, we're not going for that with weddings. So I think it's it's a tricky word, don't you think? Yeah, I often think when they're here and our clients are saying modern, they're meaning elegant. Modern and elegant, yes. And elevated. Elevated for sure. And I often think that, you know, they think most, I mean, we flower across the state. We're in Grand Rapids. We're in Detroit regularly. We're all over. We're in Kalamazoo. However, we're in Traverse City and Petoskey the most. Petoskey the most. And it is cottagey up mm-hmm. north. It's lakeside. Lakeside. It's And so a lot of times I feel like they have this like, well, I still want it to feel elevated. And they feel like everything up here is like, um, you know, knotty pine, and and that's okay. Barns you can have barn. And- you can have a barn and a farm with an all white. That's what that Traverse City wedding was. Choose your compote wisely. Choose your vessel wisely. Yeah. Yes. You're so spot on there because if you choose something chippy and stone, we're not devaluing. We never say that word. But you're if you want elevated, let's go all glass, mm-hmm. clean lines, glass cylinders squares like if you want something high 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 level or you know you and i love a black vessel love i'm looking at them right now i know you're staring at them right now someone book us and have us do all white flowers with black vessels we'll do it it'll be amazing oh my god don't be afraid that's my other rule don't be afraid to be bold oh yeah you were talking about that before we started explain what that means to you i think 
you it, you can get stuck with weddings. And I think you go to a wedding, you're like, oh, it's pretty. You've got some flowers on the middle of a table. Okay, what's setting you apart? What's like, what's going to make this memorable? People remember food. People remember booze. People remember music. Remember flower. That flower should be right there with it. Well, I also feel like that comes down to do something different. Be plants. Bold, plants. That was. Oh, a, we need to talk about the plant wedding. We need to talk about the plant wedding. Matt, I hope they're listening. He's, he's calling <laughs> my name. Megan and Matt, we were obsessed. Uh, potted plants. Potted plants. And not just like house no. plants. These were like incredibly Topiary. curated. To- it, it was amazing. And then they were all favors. They, they took, everyone took them home. Also, everyone's trying to reduce their footprint, be a little less wasteful. Plants is the way. If you're going to do greenery, that's the way to do it in my book. Now, that's not for everybody. I but I hate it. I got to move in my stupid chair. I hate these chairs. I'm trying to cross a leg. I need a sip of water. Yes, we do, this we, is a, you guys, we do sit on like banquet chairs, like folding garden chairs. We sit on a folding garden chair that was stolen from a wedding inventory. I won't mention where from or how we acquired them. We did not do the stealing, but they were handed down to us. We sit in wedding chairs all day and plan your weddings. Okay, we need to go in on this. Plants, if you want all greenery, which we're still getting a ton of requests for, which is fine. No one loves greenery more than me. Please, this company used to be called Stems and Spricks. Worst name ever. If you want all greenery, let's go plants. Yeah, the texture. Oh, the color the variety. I mean, it's everything. We, it, we do plants just as well as we do flowers here. For sure. The shop has changed that. Christy Allen has changed that for us. And we have the access to plants. Because I see a lot of people who are like, oh, we're going to DIY it because I want plants. Like, I don't need to hire a florist. We're going to do plants. And then they're going to your local nursery and getting a couple fillers, you know, a couple English ivies and a couple things. And it's it's not giving elevated. Mm-hmm. We do plants. At, I mean, Megan and Matt's wedding was incredible. It was all in this aged terracotta. It was amazing. It was so I think one of the hardest things about this position is getting our clients from their vision to expectation to execution because we can see what it's going to look like before they can yep. even imagine what it's going to look like. We, we, we can just see that we're artists. You know, our team creates art and we know the product that our team can create. Mm-hmm. So when you say, oh, I want, you know, we're trying to suggest to them, you know, a yellow wedding, a purple wedding, mm-hmm. you know, a, a wedding with no greenery, we can see it. And it's so hard to get them on board sometimes, but Biggest advice, trust your vendors. You're paying them a lot of money and it's worth it. Trust has to come number one in my books. You got to trust. No, like trust. You got to know them, you got to like them, and you got to trust them. Once that's set, we got you. That is the hardest part of our job because it's like, um, we see it. We see it done. It's already done. You know, my stupid line I always say to us, it's already done. It's already done. We've already sold out Wraith Fest. We've already done the, (laughs) it's already done. We just got to get there. That's how I live my whole life. But a lot of times our clients, I know that hesitation. Imagine handing thousands, oftentimes thousands of dollars over to someone and feeling like that desire we all have to control. But the best thing you can do is let us see your idea and ask you questions and help guide you and then let us run with it. The most magical and memorable weddings that we create are the ones that the clients trust our vision. And, and, and trust, not even trust our vision, trust that we will execute their vision without them saying, oh, should that flower go there? Oh, is that the right color pink? Oh, is that the right, you know, shade, the right hue that we're working with? The most magical weddings are the ones that trust. Oh, amen. Can we talk? I know this wasn't on our list and we don't really have a list. We're sort of going rogue here. Can we talk centerpieces for a second? Yeah. I mean, what were we talking about? Centerpieces, weren't we? Yeah, we're all, I don't know. We're all over the place. I, yeah, right centerpieces. Shoot. We're talking about being bold. We're talking about going a different way. 
we are, you and I, are huge fans of on the centerpieces. Let's not just do the same look on all 15 tables. Change it up. It makes your wedding look like even if you didn't have a planner and like a, de- a wedding design, there's a big difference between a wedding planner and a wedding designer. Wedding designers in my books are so worth it. We can help you get that look of a wedding designer without having to pay for one. I'm not saying that they're not worth it. They are so worth it. If you want a beautifully Best curated wedding, they'll, I'm not going to help you with your you know, stationery and linens. your invites and the linens and coordinating all that. But in terms of flowers, if you want that beautiful custom look, we got to have at least three different options for centerpieces. And at least. different kinds of tables. Different tables. You need linens. I think the three tips I have to make any wedding look like a $100,000 above wedding, linens. You got to have different linens that are all corresponding. Number two, different tables. If you put out just 60 inch rounds for every table, let's variety. Let's get some farm tables, some smaller tables, square tables. Like we've had so much fun. And then lastly, three different centerpieces, minimum. Let's talk about that wedding. We just, our last wedding of the season on Mackinac. One of my favorites was Melissa. Just saw pictures. Melissa was amazing at putting together. The room was very white. You know, we were upstairs at Mission Point Mm -hmm. and it it could be very sterile. It could be very Mm -hmm. bland. But the linen choices that she put together with the different types of floral arrangements that we brought, it was a match made in heaven. Yeah, this is Melissa Conradi. If you want to look her up, she's an incredible friend of ours and talented planner among many we work with. We can't name all by name in this episode, but the planners we love, you know, I think of Fox and Fern, I think of Sarah Rhodes Voice, I think of Carly at Tableau, Melissa Conradi. What they're doing is is variation. We are having different seating arrangements. We're having, we're taking everything from feeling sterile to feeling textural and like the details and linens and different height. You know, my whole thing. If you want to make an impact above the shoulders, this is a line I will, I will die on this hill. If you want decor or something to have impact shoulders and above for inside moments. So if I'm inside, if I'm in a venue space, if I'm in a Bay Harbor Yacht Club, if I'm at Mission Point Resort, if I'm at the Boathouse in East Jordan, Charlevoix Yacht Club, I want, when I go up to the bar, can we have something tall on that bar and really fun in a big room? I don't need something short and squatty. Why are we putting a short squatty on the bar so you can save 20 bucks? I mean, you and I could go Not the place to save. Definitely place. Oh, another trend. Where to save, where to spend, where to save and spend. Okay, let's ask you, we're going to be the same answers. I feel like the best place to spend money, where do you think the money is most impactful? Top three spots, go. Top three, I say bar arrangement. That's my number one. Anywhere where people spend the most amount of time. Spend money, people spend time. If you have a bar. Is it nice to put an arrangement in the women's restroom? Get out of it's town great. while you're changing a tampon. Is that what I'm so sorry? You hear us talk about our periods all day. But <laughs> like, Matt? Oh, <laughs> I need Matt. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to go in here and, and dig out a Playtex, like a, a pearl, Playtex pearl. Okay, Tampax too much pearl. for me. <laughs> I'm going into the bathroom. I'm rooting around for a tampon in my purse. You think I'm having a floral moment? No. I mean, it's Stop cute. Putting... It's a nice gesture. It's, it's cute. It's such a. Put a $20 cocktail arrangement in there. I'm sorry. If you're at the Inner Bay Harbor, anybody can use those restrooms. Any hotel guest can use those. They could run off with it. And then you're stuck Same getting charged point. with the days. Same at Mission Point, I find. Most of the places we go, if you're open to the public, if you're at a resort at a hotel, we are not putting your hard-earned money where, you know, John and his bros were on an insurance trip 
who are at a, you know, like they're not coming in there. I mean, I don't know what bathroom they're using, but still all this to say, not in the bathroom. See, spend money on the bar. Where else do you like spending money? I like to spend money on a great entrance welcome piece. Everybody, number two. That everybody is my number two. at your wedding has to walk through a set of doors or through a tent entrance. Oh, tent entrance. You love a tent I entrance. I love a tent and en- not the whole tent. I could do without a tent greenery treatment. It works for some venues and it works for some clients. It's not for everybody because to get the look that people want, you're spending at least $5,000. You're sending me those Pinterest pictures where there's lush Mm -hmm. greenery on Mm -hmm. every bistro light, on Mm -hmm. every tent pole, on the sales going up. Mm -hmm. It's it's doable. It's expensive because it takes so much time and so much I always say, don't give me a tent entrance unless it's Claire and Patrick's. Walloon. I know. They just stick with you sometimes. Okay, so I agree. I think we need to move away from hanging all the names in a big frame or on something because there is a real special moment that is so elegant and so amazing when people have to find a a seating card. Mm -hmm. And I would take the money you would spend on an acrylic board that you're, what are you going to do with it after your wedding or a big print in a frame and do a large floral piece in the middle of the table where they find their names. I love that moment. It's such a classic and it's so stunning. We do that at Wild and Lake Country Club a lot. It is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Everyone goes there. Everyone will see it. And then once all those cards are gone, it still looks beautiful. And also, once all the cards are gone, that can become a really great spot for people to sit. And if they're outside, they want to come over there, put a purse down, have a drink standing there. Swap it to part of a dessert table or something. Love that idea. Okay. We love to repurpose things. Some things are not made to be repurposed. I'm sorry, some of you wedding clients, bridesmaids bouquets are not meant to be repurposed. They're really not. So here's my way to save money. Swap out from a traditional bridesmaid bouquet to a posy bouquet. So trendy. Hot on the posies. I love them. 2024 is the year of the posy. I love them. One, it's going to make the bridal bouquet stand out even more. Yes. Because it's going to look that much more full and that much more lux and just that's the statement piece of the ceremony and just scale back to the posy bouquets. I'm telling you, this is going to be a trend for a couple of years, I think. I also love just that we have the receipts now that we're for filming this episode, recording this episode because we are I'm so delusionally confident. I'm like, we're right. We are though. We're, we're right. right. Move to the posies for attendance. We're not going to follow the trends. We're going to set the trends. Oh, okay. Print that on a shirt. <laughs> I feel like this looks like a pizza box open behind me. It's a wreath kit. But um snacks. Why are we always going to snacks? <laughs> I think Matt left to do a delivery. I hope he brings me back lunch. We'll see. If we're still recording when he gets back, we have problems. Evan's gonna hate us. Where are we at time wise? Oh my god, we have so much to cover and we're already forty minutes into this. Oh what? Wow. We better hustle. This is what happens when we're at work I also. This is why it's, it's bad. If you take this camera away and you take this microphone away, we're just at this work. Says work every day. But we we're would getting be stuff this- done. We would be on this high horse about the posy bouquets. We always are. I am in full. If you are planning a wedding or you know someone who's planning a wedding for everything, for the love of everything, please tell them for bridal attendance or attendance in the wedding period. They do not need a full bouquet. Just have them carry a little posy. You're going to save up to thousands of dollars. The pictures are going to look so much more cool girl. It's almost effortless. It's giving less 80s tradition and it's giving more just like I have this little like it gives me old money vibes. Yeah. It gives me like old East Coast 
money vibes. Like I want to be in like a little, you know, cardigan. Oh, okay. I'm at my little beach house, my big beach house. <laughs> it just gives me those vibes. I love it. It's effortless. Like when Taylor Swift marries Travis Kelsey. I'm not know, talking about this. Yes, I'm not you know, talking about this. You know that the girlies are going to just carry like a stem or two with like this long silk frayed ribbon. Calling it. Here I'm looking at this camera right now. It will happen. <laughs> okay. I'm in complete agreement. If you're going to spend money, let's spend it shoulders and above. Let's have a bar entrance. Let's have an amazing escort card table. Let's also have i love a statement urn at a at a ceremony love when you walk in we just looked at the pictures from stephanie another mackinac wedding for us we love mackinac you know who else loves mackinac i hope he's gonna listen to this one my husband taylor well he better listen to support you in this podcast journey but yeah i don't know anyone who loves mackinac island more than your husband no how one. many nights did he stay there this year a lot more I than two like dozen. 28 Good for him. It's his happy place. Mm -hmm. It's his happy place. While we're on ceremonies, breaking news. Evan, bring in the breaking news ticker. Arbors are dead. Arbors this are is out. pretty rough of us to put out this plainly. But you have this whole theory called arbors are out. Please explain. Arbors are out. They can make a beautiful picture. Don't get me wrong. When, the, when you are able to spend $8,000 on an arbor and they are just full of flowers, take Pinterest with a grain of salt. Take Pinterest for inspiration. Don't take Pinterest for recreation. To recreate some of these looks, I don't know who can afford these. They're, they're, they're having $500,000 weddings and their floral budget is ungodly. It's six figures for sure. It's I mean, at least 80. If you can do that, go for it. But Yeah, you... and we've had those weddings before. Like, But I always say the weddings where people say, oh my God, I love this arbor you guys did. I love this. And you see this every day. When they show us the stuff, we're like, "I that was really beautiful too. It was so important to our couple. But this arbor was $8,000. It was an $8,000 installation because the fullness of an arbor, that beautiful, incredible statement takes a lot of product. And then you can't move it. People are always like, oh, we're going to have my dad it. and my brother-in-law no. and my uncle, Fred. No, what? Cousin They're Randy? They're going to pick it up and move it. These Cousin are... Randy's had three whiskeys. He's going to move your $8,000 arbor? You guys know that when we, every time we leave a wedding venue and a wedding setup and we have an arbor, we are on pins and needles that- Oh my gosh. You better not- Move no it, better, better, better breathe. No one touch it. it. Don't breathe weird. Some of these arbors are re -er, re -er, like creepy. I always say half the money you're spending is in the mechanics. We have, oh my God, ratcheted stuff down, concrete, stakes, stakes in the ground, counterweights, sandbags. It's a lot of mechanics. Arbors are, you, you just hit the nail on the head. For an arbor to have the impact that I think a lot of our clients want is thousands upon thousands of dollars versus for a much more understandable and reasonable number, you can do a, our new favorite, ground installation, a semicircle on the ground. It still frames our couple in, but it's movable. Movable. Same with a pair of statement urns. Do two matching statement urns, a tall and a small on either side. Move them around. Move them to the grand entrance. They're your double duty right there. My, what I really want to design is something with like a beautiful tree in the background. Everybody wants these water weddings, you know, with like the yeah. water in the background. Unless you like boats and sailboats, why is your background a harbor? Why is it a marina? Yeah, Nothing against that. The pictures are so beautiful. Think of the Anna Bay Harbor. It's so beautiful. Yeah, there's no boats. There's no there's no marina in the background. Yeah, no. If you're getting married in the, with boats in the background, chances are a that lot of the country clubs. better be your yacht clubs, club. I know. You can go up on the golf course. 
we have that Wildland Lake Country Club wedding where we are going on the golf course. I've never, I've worked at Wildland Lake Country Club. So excited for this one. Probably 50 or 60 weddings in my career there. I've never had a ceremony up in There's the grass with trees. Tree. It's just and gorgeous. Drapes and beautiful fabric from it. I mean, that's the way to do a ceremony. That's going to make a statement. That's going to make some memories. And also a lot of times water when you, I get why people get married in front of the water. It's Northern Michigan, but that's a real, um, really hard to bring that in and make it feel intimate. It's expansive. Yeah. You know That's what? why. Go. go ahead. No, you go. No, you. No, you go. I insist. One of my favorite weddings that I ever helped coordinate and design, plan part of it, was for my friend Britt and Matt. They own Wallen Lake Winery. And everybody is so used to the bride walking from the back, walking down the aisle to where the ceremony is. They got married in the vines, in the vineyard. And I was like, Britta, we are changing this. She walked so everybody could see her. And she walked through the vines so she could see everybody the whole time. Oh my Make God, a I statement love right that. there. We set up the ceremony in a semicircle. So people are like, well, where's the aisle? Where, where's, where's everybody walking from? Oh no, it was down the vine. So like make a statement, make, That's you, it. Be bold. I always tell people you have to know the rules before you can break the rules. Oh my gosh. The quotes in this epi. Teaching. A lot of teach, a lot of teach moments. Like your Ted talk moments. Right? Yeah. You don't plan these things. They just happen. You got to know the rules to break the rules. And there, I really, I love this. Just be bold. Be, be bold. bold. That's right here. Number one, I wrote these down. Don't be afraid to be bold. It's so true. Because we go to a lot of weddings and we see how similar they are. And of course, like, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. We're really into that at Sweetwater. Like, if you want a traditional, every centerpiece is the same and I had an arbor, that's fine. It will design them beautifully for you. Yes. And it'll look gorgeous. I'm just saying, don't feel like you got to do that because everyone else is doing it. Mm -hmm. Really come up with something that feels wild because we love. We love a moment like that. We love it. Okay, one thing, the elephant, not the elephant in the room, but we got to talk about it is the freaking cost of flowers. I had no idea. I know. When I started in I this know. business, I looked at the brochure for the first time and I was like, how do they have any business? <laughs> I was like, uh, what? I feel like there is a really big, um, man, every winter I have this whole thing where I'm like, it's going to be me. I'm going to educate the masses. I have all these people listening, a dedicated audience I'm so grateful for. I am going to be the one to change the world and people are going to understand why flowers are so expensive. And it is insurmountable to try and even explain to people mm -mm. the process the amount of hands that touch your flowers, getting them across an international border very often, flying them in from California, even having them delivered from freaking Pelsen. How those Michigan. flowers are still, they're still, they're not alive, obviously, but like how they are still in a condition where they can be designed. From the moment that they're ordered, it takes us two weeks before we even get the flowers. It is. Oh, I'm always No, I always yell when I'm doing podcasting. Matt always makes fun of me. I need another cup of coffee. That'll sit well. Well, you That'll have be... decaf. That's why. I know. I'm really trying to be better in my health and wellness journey. Okay. I, but I'm ready for it. I'm on board with that. It's 1 p.m. though. We can have like an... No decaf, white tights. I mean... I know white tight season. We're trying. Um, The expense, like people look at flowers, you know, like a statement urn. And sometimes I'll hear people be like, I don't know, what does that cost? $300? And I'm like, it's like $600. Well, Why? Number one, there's close to $200 worth of product in there. 
And that does not include the delivery, the labor, the labor, the, the trucking, the coolers, the taxes. It's, it's, it's. We're not cheating you. We're not robbing you. Yeah. We are at a very fair, fair price. Very fair. It's industry standard. Our prices fall in line with industry standard. I talk to my friends who are florists all the time. We And I check in all the time. Like, hey, I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page. Like, hey, my friend in Grand Rapids. Hey, my friend who works on Mackin Island a bunch. Hey, my friend in Detroit. Like, we're all charging $150 for this kind of centerpiece mm-hmm. right now, right? And they'll all chime in. Yes, mine's $165. Mine's $150. I want to say to people, if you find someone who's saying, oh, that centerpiece, I can do that for 40, for 80 bucks. I want you to take a beat there. Because number one, I doubt they have the experience to back up the chops. They clearly don't know industry standard pricing. They're losing their ass on the numbers. But also, I don't know if they've handled an event of the caliber you're looking to do an event at. Yeah. One thing I'm really proud of with this team is how well oiled we are, how professional we are in our load in and our setup on a Saturday. I mean, on a Saturday morning, you're in here, Matt's in here, we're all in here. It's like, it's almost like a choreographed dance. It's like a, it a show. It has you can't to. just show up on performance night and not put in the rehearsals. You know, our, our time leading up to the actual setup is a rehearsal. You know, we're getting everything ready. It's our, we're having a, our whole summer is a dress rehearsal. Oh my God. I love it. We are always on. We're always on. Oh my God. You know, I always tell my kids when I'm teaching and when we're getting ready to go on stage, just because you've done the show for a week now, every time you have a new audience member, it's got to be new for them. It's got to be fresh for them. Same with our clients. They get one wedding and we see 60 of them. We're we on track to see talk- almost 80 of them for next year, probably. It's not. So this is all digressing back to like flowers are expensive. They are. Mm-hmm. And it, it's still to me, I'm just like, I can't believe that this is it. But then when you actually break it down, mm-hmm. the price per some of these flowers, and this is not even if you want specialty flowers, you want peonies off season, you can have them. Cough, cough, orchids. Oh my God. We had orchids come in at $39 a stem this summer. But we love the orchids. We do. We got into orchid girly moments this summer. It was so fun. Different. Be bold. Exquisite. It's exquisite. People remember. Mix a tropical in with Northern Michigan peonies and wildflowers. It's a, again, be bold. Next door, Courtney. Look at you calling everyone by name. Am I not supposed to do that? I, like, no, I'm doing the same. I'm like Claire and Patrick's tent entrance. I wasn't even here for Claire and Patrick's. I was down in Grand Rapids, but like Claire and Patrick's tent entrance. Megan and Matt, that plant went in Courtney next door, that entire wedding. And that Red, is because- No green, all color, orchids, amaranth. I think one of the things I'm most proud of is that this company has grown into something where- it always has been about we will serve any couple regardless of who you're marrying or who you what you believe or what you identify as or your race, your religion, any of that. But we embrace these couples and their weirdness and their quirkiness and their, their I want to have orchids mixed in with amaranth and peonies and I'm going to be on the shores of Walloon Lake and I want like we are just like chomping at the bit. We're like, we can't wait for this challenge. We can't wait to try this new thing. I don't like us pigeonholing ourselves into we only do Northern Michigan weddings and they have to look like this. And they, that's the most fun part is is us getting to be creative and come up with new ideas. And, and really our clients trusting us to do that because weddings are not easy. Wedding work is not easy. If you know a wedding professional in your life, you know how half your year is absolute 80 hour weeks where there is very little 
time for yourself or time for other things, but you do it because we really genuinely love our couples. We do. But then the other half is worrying if you're going to have business for next year. So it's a I full know. I mean, it's it, you're either super busy or you feel like you have no business at all. It's really not a fun life. <laughs> it is now, but man, it's stressful. Like it's so stressful when you're in the in the early years. So if anyone listening is like in the early years of their flower journey, it's really it's doable, hard. But it's so doable. It's so doable if you find like company values and a company core motto and a mission statement, which we have. And I'm just so lucky to have team members like you along for the ride. I think if you're going, if you are a new vendor and you're trying to break into the business, don't take on more than you can handle mm -hmm. and don't give discounts. Don't cheapen your product. Just because you think you're new and you feel like you have to get the business, your time is worth it. If you are a designer and you've taken classes and you've taken workshops and you know your stuff, but you're trying to break in, giving your clients a discount is not going to help you in the long run. And also, we talk a lot about this in floristry. You're, you're cheapening the industry. So when someone says, I mean, I see this all the time. I see people, it is the season. I see people hosting wreath workshops for 40 bucks. Every day, someone sends me some Facebook invite, or I can't believe your wreath thing is so expensive because you can take this wreath workshop for 40 bucks. I'm like, that's fine. I, you know, to each their own. I know the numbers like I know my own children's faces. And at $40, you are not making a profit. It's, you are. They've got good faces too. Thanks. Thanks. Uncle Tracy. Thanks. <laughs> you got snacks. We're at two. We're at Costco. Number two literally looks at the macarons and goes, oh, we don't need to buy those. Tracy makes those for me. It's my they favorite when the you. kids come to the shop. The kids come to work. Oh, my gosh. When I was leaving favorite. today, they were like, is Tracy going to be there? Does he make snacks for us? I'm like, no, stop. You're going to go to Starbucks today. You know, you know there's some birthday cake you. macarons in my fridge. They're coming Friday. Oh, okay. I'll make I sure I have them here. They oh, got, cute. who am I? And I'm talking like number two. You they got sprinkles. Okay, we're wrapping this up because this is a, oh my God, long episode. What's your rose, bud, and thorn? This is how we close every episode of the oh, pod. Gosh. Okay. The rose is the highlight of your day or your week or your month or something really great that's happened to you recently. Your bud is something you're looking forward to, like something you can't wait for, something you're excited for. It could be tomorrow. It could be next year. And your thorn is like a little thorn in your side. Do you want me to go first so it's a little easier oh, I'll go. for you? I'll start with oh, my love. thorn. I'll start with my thorn. Please. I always love I'm starting. I'm not with looking forward to snow and shoveling. I want to be that. I want to get to that point in my life where I can just watch the snow come down like this and not have to shovel it. But I know that's never going to, that's not in my journey. If I'm no, gonna it's not. Here. It's not in our tax bracket. <laughs> not in our journey. You think Taylor's going to go out and shovel the driveway? No. Absolutely not. No, no, I'm very lucky that I married the person who moves all our snow. But he also likes to drive a tractor. He loves to drive a tractor. He loves to ski. He wants to go out there and shoot guns and do and sight in a rifle. And I mean, look where we live. It's like chop wood. I mean, yeah, I am very much a like, I do not want the snow either at yeah. all. I just want to, I want to be able to watch it coming down on the couch with the fire going. Not a gas fire, a real fire. Oh my God. Had one that. last night when I made soup. It Such was good. Soup. Okay, soup so that's good. my thorn. Okay, that's valid. my. My bud is Nutcracker. I'm so, so excited to perform in Nutcracker with Crooked Tree. So excited. Can't wait to see you. I've never seen you in it. I am so pumped that the whole team's going. I mean, the we're, entire team is going. I know. We're going. And I, I'm also bringing the bigs. They're going to lose it when they see you up there. Do you have to wear a costume or are they going to be able to tell it's you? I mean, I, I'll be in a costume, but they'll be able to tell it's me. Okay, they will. So you don't like have three like boys the in the program. Okay, they'll know. No, I'm not too. wearing the no, I'm not the nutcracker <laughs> with like the mask on. It's not yeah. a scary version. No, no, no. no okay. No. They'll see. Okay. They'll okay, they're out. gonna be so yeah. excited. Yeah. 
they'll see me. I'm like the third person that comes on stage. So they'll- Oh, I can't wait. Yes. Okay. So that's my bud and my rose. Life is good. Like yeah. Just life is great. I love life. You know, I, lo- I just wrapped up my production at the high school. So proud of my kids. Can't wait for the next performance. We're doing The Little Mermaid. The musical is Little Mermaid? Yeah. I Throwing around a lot of ideas. I've seen a lot of school productions that like the entire cast is on Heelys. <laughs> Please. I think Please. there's like some kind of like insurance waiver that I have to Please. like. Please. For me. Like for me. Come on. Like Flounder is going to have to be on. What's wrong with that? I can't. Send me the musical weekend dates before we leave today so I can make sure I bring okay. the kids. Can I bring the kids the Little Mermaid? Oh, like, absolutely. Would they have fun? Okay, oh, my God. The little they'd kids have so the much theater. fun. Yes. They would love it. Yes. Okay, that's a good rosebud and thorn. Let me think of mine. My thorn is, um, yeah, like I know we live somewhere where we need the snow. It's essential to our economy. It's not the snow I dislike. It's the walking on icy sidewalks. It's the bundling of the children. The slush. The gray slush. The gray. It's the gray. Okay. Oh, you know what? I'm really so excited that I I don't live downtown anymore when the snow plows would come by after you just shoveled. Remember when you lived on state? Yeah. I lived on state street last winter. It's terrible. I couldn't get out of my driveway multiple days. snow is so heavy. And then you got to fight with parking spots and Mm -mm. uh -uh, out. Mm -mm. We're country girlies. We live removed from civilization for the most part. I love it when it's like this, like a bluebird day. It's the sunniest, most beautiful day. And the snow is white and sparkly. Like, of course I love it then. But it's not like that most of the year. Most of the year it's gray and gross. And, and you coming. and I don't, it's coming, honey. And you and I don't have a winter hobby that gets us out and skiing. We like cooking soup and drinking wine by a fire. That can be our hobby. Okay, see you there. So that's definitely my thorn. I have a hard time when the weather changes so abruptly because we've had a gorgeous November. We have had a beautiful month. My bud, I'm really excited for... So over the weekend of December 8th and 9th, I'm going to Christmas in Walloon at Hotel Walloon. We're staying for two nights. Oh, you're staying too? With all three kids. Have they ever stayed before? No, they've never stayed at a hotel. What? Ever? Because they only ever go to their grandparents' house in Florida. I won't take them out into public. They're going to destroy this hotel, but they'll be so fun. Yeah, because there's brunch with Santa, cookie decorating, caroling. Okay. There's the sugar plum send-off. The girls are coming. Okay. In their sugar plum outfits or costumes. There's They show a movie at the Talcott. They show Christmas movies at the Talcott. Like, it's just a magical. And Hotel Walloon is having the Sheiks as their guests. I cannot wait to share it the with people. The joy on kids' faces I around know. the holidays. I mean, I know. Oh, that's why you do it all. It's magical. That's why you do it all. And so, like, they're so excited. And then I think one of the nights we're there, my mom is going to come and stay with them in the room while Matt and I go to dinner at the inn. Little perfect setup there. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, my rose, we've just had an incredible everything. We've had an incredible wreath season. We've had an incredible year as a team. I am so grateful for this team every single day. You know, we like we talked about at the top of the show, like we have an amazing synergy between us all. We have an amazing connection. We get along really well. And I'm so grateful to share space with you every day. Life is good. Just like you said, my roses, life is good. Less beyond measure, truly. Okay. Well, I love you. Thanks for coming on the pod. You too. And um, yeah, I guess, how do we sign up? Matt usually signs off. Do you have any special requests, a song you hear? Oh, you know what, Evan? Take us out with a little nutcracker. Let's play. Oh, I was going to do a different one. Wait, what one are you singing? 
You know those like March of the Soldiers? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so we heard that. What let's do you want to hear? Let's do the tray pack, the Russian variation. Thanks for listening to Clanks the Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye. Is there anything better than when you get a magical gift in the mail? There is not. And the place for you to do that and ship it to someone you love is poppythings.com. If you've never visited Poppy Things, it is an eclectic, beautiful, sun-drenched, open layout, just vibey spot in Sutton's Bay. It's a gorgeous shop. Chelsea, the owner, has worked her tail off, really, at creating something that there's something in there that you've been looking for. There's like ethically sourced goods. There's awesome stuff for kids. There's that gift for the person who's impossible to gift. Like that is at Poppy Things. And that's why I love her store. I love what Chelsea has created. She sent us this care package a few weeks ago, and I've been into her shop before, but even just getting the package, I felt special. I was like, oh, I feel so cool. And all the stuff in there I love. It wasn't the cheesy same gift lines we see at every shop. It is unique, it is beautiful, and it is worth a stop or a visit online. Check her out at poppythings.com.